I don't know if it'll pick up, but I also realized coming upstairs that I live in the south in the summer, and there might be like a chorus of bugs and frogs in the background that are just picked up on my mic. There might not be. This is a pretty decent mic. It's but true. I hear them. So we'll see. But if you hear is that, it a, is it a nice uh, thing? I added that. I added that all post production, folks. That's purposeful. You're welcome. The things That's he does you get for you. That's how you get out of it. Just boom, boom. Most shows, any... most artists would do it without any bragging or calling attention to it. No, and say no. that's art. But no, we we directly call it out. I, Pay attention. <laughs> I could get out of any police interrogation, guaranteed. Whoa, I'm that's saying, a claim. I'm saying it. I just be like, no, you. That's it. I, See how I turned it around on the cop? He he has no defense. He can't do yeah. anything. And then I just walk out, man. What are you going to do? I mean... They got no you'd. <laughs> these are all very, very solid logical points. All based in 100% fact. By my book, learn how to talk to cops. Yeah. It's only three easy payments of $49.99. Do you, do do you in fact CLD. know how to talk to cops? To a degree, I feel the uh, is that is that right i mean i also I have don't. the uh the the natural natural bonus of a D character of my of this setting in this world that we live in there's a a natural uh-huh. stat boost that i get that is plus just there. 10 for privilege <laughs> yes basically pretty much so i mean we're dancing around the word. Fuck it. We'll just say it. There it is. Uh, I liked it. We have I a like certain privilege. Plus 10 points in I privilege. do like that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I've been there. Um, no, I feel... For real. It's all mind games, man. It's I'm like the Chris Angel of talking to cops, all right? I can see that because you have you have a very good way of talking to most people. Like you, you I can you approach say, most I can situations see that because you look like human garbage. No, no, not at all. Though that's <laughs> because Chris Angel is human garbage. He, yeah, that's what the point I was getting at. I wasn't gonna. Nobody make should that respect joke. Chris Angel. No, oh, nobody should. Not no. even his his mom. Does what about little Chris Angel Junior? <laughs> little C A J. Does he have kids? Are there baby Chris Angels? I don't know. And I hope not. Are they named Damien because Chris Angel would fucking name his kid Damien? They're probably probably pretty biblical, I would imagine. Like Cain and Abel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Angel. Fucking Chris Angel. And Who in the future, yeah, they're going to have a Siegfried and Roy right. type show with tigers and shit. Who is a bigger fucking douchebag? Interesting question. and I like where this is going. Chris Angel or Guy Fieri? Ooh. No, I mm-hmm. Chris Angel. I think that's an I easy one. I think so too. I think it's I think easy. So too. Not even a uh like Guy Fieri just looks like a douche and he does look like a douche. But I think he actually does a lot of decent things. I like and here's the thing. At the end of the day, ironically or not, I I will still watch Guy Fieri shows. I'll watch Diner Dive Ins and Drives. It's it's fucking entertaining. <laughs> Diner Dive Ins and Drives. It adds nothing culturally to my life, but it is entertaining. Chris Angel is cringe and only cringe. That it's is the only merit like and magic. I don't I oh, don't enjoy so it. Bad. I don't no. enjoy it. 
And he and looks like Magic he was, was dressed in a pretty... hot topic. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Magic's already kind of a tough sell for a lot of people to then add yeah. in like that very 90s extreme edge to it. Like, I wonder how many belt loops Chris Angel has. <laughs> or like, remember like the ones like they had the hanging down that were like fake suspenders? Yes. Oh what the god. Fuck? Yeah, all those Chris Angel has 19 belts. pairs of those pants. Oh. He has yeah. four wallet chains, I guarantee it. I mean, we all had that phase at a certain point cuz I mean, I have I have Jenkos. I had many Jenkos. Yeah. I don't have. I had many yeah. Jenkos. I had like three pairs cuz I was poor and I begged for those cuz they were like 50 to 75 bucks yep. a pair. I I got them uh, in the single parent income. I think I got them after the, much after they were cool. I got them when they were discounted because I was a late to the trend kind of person because my parents didn't understand that kind of thing. And it's fine. That's just how it was. But uh, I had I had several pairs because they were heavily discounted. Yeah. Well, uh, what was do you remember any of the designs designs? On the pockets? Because I remember one oh. of them, and it was also the biggest pair that I had. They were always, like, uh, like a character with, like, big baggy pants and, like, those uh, big-ass fucking Mega Man-type feet, you know? With <laughs> yes, the tiny yes. proportions and a hat on it. Uh, probably, yep. most likely, uh, sideways to say, fuck you, authority, on it. Or, like, backwards-ish. Uh, yeah flames maybe maybe a skull inside of the flames maybe i remember I'm wrong. i had the infinity eight possibly <laughs> that, oh the s the that s that everybody yeah. knew how to draw but that nobody knew where they there? learned I don't know. You, uh, yeah. it was where also like j n c o in like graffiti spray paint style Here's... i had many of those right. like the graffiti kind of in designs. honor in honor of Stoner Movie September next month, which we will come back to, is the S that nobody knows how to draw, but everybody draws. Is it a fourth dimensional being that can only exist as long as it is drawn somewhere? It exists in that plane, and therefore, that is that creature and why it infects us. It's a symbiotic viral relationship with a fourth dimensional being. I don't I maybe I'm like the perfect amount of drunk, but uh this <laughs> sounds really fascinating to me as like a story right? concept. All right, so that's where the S comes from. I don't know the, where you go with it and how you add tension to a character that only exists in a dimension with the S like is it like a, a like what what do you what what is the story even? Like that's a great concept, well, but what's Ryan. the story? I'll tell you. Please, we sell saved, me on this. I'm like 100% no. just story time mode. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to break your heart. I was just going to make a joke. At this point, uh. we sell the story to Harvey Weinstein. No. And I was going to make a Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, it wasn't going anywhere, buddy. I'm no. sorry. Dude, uh. all right. Here's something. Here's a tangent <laughs> real quick. I think a great idea for a podcast, and of course, you'd have to have people who are really solid at improv and maybe like three people minimum on it so you have like a good brainstorming group but from start to finish you come up with the idea from like a movie or a script from like like act one is this act two is this act three is this and like that's the whole episode is you just coming together with a movie or like coming up with the idea of a game like thinking up mechanics and like 
you're just brainstorming and that's like that's the show is just the brainstorming creative process and like you see it happening i think that is like a fucking that's the great show idea you, that's the you show. just pitched me like a total jerry seinfeld literally this a show seinfeld. about nothing that's the show yeah that's the thing it's a show <laughs> about nothing we talk about nothing here's all right that's what the show is now folks by the way Surprise. seinfeld maybe and i'm sorry the office the best sitcom that there is it's here's the thing. Seinfeld is absolutely, I feel, revolutionary. This is true. It, it changed similar to like how we talk to or talk about uh, one of the greatest television series of all time, The Sopranos, <laughs> and how it also at its point revolutionized TV. Um, I kind of feel the same way about both of them, like. Seinfeld was just a game changer. The way that it it broke the mold. It wasn't the the formulaic sitcom, and people fucking loved it. But it played with those rules. But it also it like really flirted with meta humor, which yeah, yeah. I don't remember a lot from other sitcoms, like occasionally. But I feel Seinfeld was really. I mean, also kind of because every bit was like he was actually doing a stand up bit at the beginning and ending of the show. So that of itself is like bringing us in. But yes, I agree. Seinfeld is fantastic. That's a long winded hashtag Ryan rant. I love it. No, that's, that's <laughs> fantastic. That's, I, that's great. That's, um, I got to trademark that. We got to trademark that. We should I'm make so money happy. off of. I'm so happy. Uh, I love, I love talking about stupid shit like this about Seinfeld. But like, I, I do think Seinfeld's great. That's a great Wait. model to go off of. Not only do I want to go back to Stoner Movie September, I want to go back further to Chris Angel. Let's let's circle oh, no back shit, to Chris for Angel. Real? Where are we going because with this? Is there now think on this, is there a bigger douchebag than Chris Angel? And I mean not in the magic world. <laughs> and why is it the fucking guitarist from oh. the Red Hot Chili Peppers? <gasps> and Married Carmen Electra. That guy. Uh, what is Tommy his name? Lee. Not Tommy. Tommy Lee is also a huge douchebag, though. Wait. Say your things again, because I think you also just described... Wait, no. Oh, it's Carmen Electra, not Pamela Lee. It's Dave yeah. Dave Navarro. Navarro! Dave Navarro is a huge douchebag. Massive douchebag. From bag. the My Friends album. Yeah. Aeroplane. That one. The, one Hot Minute. One he was also Man. in Jane's Addiction. Trivia also, is coming. huge That's douche. Right. Is Here's... he a bigger douche than Chris Angel? <sighs> you know what's interesting? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to sidestep this question and say, more importantly, I think there is a correlation between mascara and eye mm-hmm. makeup and douchery. I, I, I do. Because you just labeled Chris Angel and Dave Navarro both known for their heavy, heavy... Eye makeup. Those two can't pull it off. I can name two men who also, can pull it Pete off Wentz. right now, though. When is yeah, Pete, Pete Wentz never I referred to as a douche? I was going to say Pete Wentz is also a huge fucking douchebag. Yep. Thank you. I love you. But <laughs> that was not either of the two men I was going to say. Pull Were off the look very well. Johnny Depp. Okay. Jason Momoa. All right. I've got a third. I've got a third. Oh. But I don't know the actor's name. 
but it's the guy from Lost who is immortal. Oh! That guy. Also, I think maybe uses mascara, maybe it's his eyes. I'm really unsure. But if he does, he wears it well. Uh, Saeed? Not Saeed. No, he is the one. Oh, shit. And this is where I wish I I was more fresh on Lost. The guy from Lost. um, That was immortal. He keeps showing up and giving hints. He has like uh, kind of a maybe a Spanish ethnicity to him. Uh, like a Spaniard, like Spanish. Um, Who I want to. What the fuck about? is his goddamn name? Hold on. I'm sure IMDb will solve this. What? That keeps showing up. Yeah, and then, like, there's a whole episode that shows, like, how he became immortal on the island because he went into the well. That then plays, like, a huge part in the ending. Uh, Desmond? Not Desmond. Is. It's not Jacob, is it? No, not Jacob, because Jacob was Jacob the man is in the, white. He's the man in white. What the, the fuck man in black. was this guy's name? There's a whole episode about this person. Yeah, the man in black, like, towards <sighs> the end? Not the man in black either. It is... Okay. It was... It was. He was neither. He was an agent of Jacob who always spoke to Locke oh, and Jack. Yeah, the really pretty guy who was yes. the mayor in goddamn Batman what? Begins, dude. Yeah. Yes, him. What the fuck yeah. is his name in that show? To, I can't Go think. to the Dark Knight. Go to the Dark Knight. You'll find it way quicker. That's probably Mayor true. Dark Knight. All right. But yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. And even Joseph? if you say his name. Is his name Joseph? In the in Lost? I think it's Joseph. He's, really, he's a very handsome man. Like like John Stamos. Handsome. Yes, he is very close to... uh. John Stamos. That is a very good pull. Also, John Stamos wore eyeliner in the Forever music video on Full House. Did not look good. Cannot pull it off. John Stamos, one of the most beautiful men of all time. I was like, could Rob really Lowe pull it off? Not much that he couldn't am pull I get, off. Am I playing my gay hand with all the men I find attractive? John Stamos, Rob Lowe. Who doesn't find those men attractive, though, really? Come Joseph on. is nobody. Joseph was just the name that Locke was using. Are you using. still looking for this? I'm Jesus so like Christ. fucking onto this. This is gonna Google break my fucking brain. Who played the mayor in the Dark Knight? He was the mayor. Thank you. I couldn't think of his name. I just said it. Nestor Carbonell. That guy. What was and his then name? I do lost this. though. Nestor yeah. Carbonell lost. <laughs> oh, what do we fucking get? His name was Richard Alpert, Ryan. Richard! It's Richard! Now, will you pay a fucking attention Richard. to all the awesome things I've said that you haven't acknowledged at all because you've been fucking lost in Google Zone? You this drunk bastard. This is true. This is true. I, I so was, and I'm it. very sorry. God now, damn it. Here's what you're going to do repeat them all again because I'm sure I the listeners would love it. Because I'm drunk too. That's the thing. This is lightning in a bottle, and you were not Ben Franklin. You were nowhere near to catch it. You were Skin Branklin, his fucking idiot brother, who I was, somehow doesn't have the same name. I was Do a drunk Richard. History on that. I was Richard Skin when they Branklin. went to go get the dynamite and lost in that one episode. Do you remember the dynamite that was old? Yeah. And then one of them blew up, and that was pretty the man funny. Go slow. He was a red shirt. He was, he a, was red a red shirt. shirt. 
Star Trek reference. Oh, J.J. So Abrams directed it 10 years later. <laughs> it, this is know, the worst potpourri of all time. No, here we go. <laughs> here is, here is, here's our end. Here is a topic. J.J. Abrams, and I think this is interesting. This is an idea I've had, and I've, I've not really had time to, like, flesh out and fully work on. But J.J. Abrams, and I think a lot of these people get turned on. Because they adhere like to aroused? one style. No, no, no. They get turned. The public opinion oh. on them turns. Like J.J. Abrams, big in the geek community. And then there's like a shift. There's a turn. Kevin Smith, big in the geek community. Then there's a shift and a turn. Tarantino, shift and turn. Like there's a lot of these shift and turns. And I think Tarantino to a maybe much, much lesser degree than those two. But I think often like there is a huge turn in a director or or i i'll say in an attitude towards a director if that director maintains a certain style and fails to ever evolve out of that and i think jj abrams is one of those directors that really did one thing well and then has essentially taken any property he's had his hands on and then and adapted it to his formula like a J.J. Abrams, Abrams movie a is a J.J. Abrams movie is a J.J. Abrams movie. Whereas Why Steven Spielberg remains relevant because his shit is so different. And you never know what you're going to get with Spielberg because he's always trying new, very different things. And I think Hitchcock was the same way. A Hitchcock movie was not a Hitchcock movie was not a Hitchcock movie. Maybe only in the sense that they stood out from ver- from other movies and you could see like a visual style possibly but like a hit like north by northwest is different from rear window is different from birds is different from psycho is different from like etc 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 you can go on and on but like every jj abrams movie really has a very similar plot a very similar structure to like the story and like character beats like that's that that's maybe what is the most disappointing thing i think about rise of skywalker is just how familiar and like blah it felt and it felt blah because we've had this before we've now seen this many times and we've already seen jj style adapted once and then he never did anything different with it he just did the same thing over again so even like people who are like hyped into like rise of skywalker i think could say as much like yeah it is I don't think it's very different. If anything, he's riding the ship that um, Lost Jedi Ryan Johnson came in and did something different, which again, Who? you're still like saying is just... Who? Who? You're doing the same thing. It's just, again, it's it's back to what you want. But I think even defenders of Rise of Skywalker would admit like it's not much different than the first one in yeah. terms of much story wise i think quality well, dips one of them a little is bit way better yeah one of for them is sure way better um do you remember that time that steven spielberg and george lucas both decided to direct movies primarily in an entirely green screen environment and steven spielberg did it a thousand times better than george lucas which one was uh steven spielberg's that was one thought what 100 green screen not 100%, but Minority Report was super fucking green screened, I think, wasn't it? Or was that a lot more set to the time? Oh, uh, wait. Thought- he also, did Spielberg do the uh, 1010 movie? Mm hmm. That, that I was think like- that counts too as something else. Like, that's Spielberg, though. Spielberg's always trying something new. He's doing something very different. I'm pretty sure out he of did his wheelhouse. That. I think so too. I thought it was. Uh, 
Yeah, and Peter Jackson produced, and if it did well, Peter Jackson was going to do the sequel, I think. Yeah, it was directed by Mr. Steven Spielberg. Yep. Hey, uh, I mentioned it a while ago, buddy. Snowder movie September's coming up. It is. Our uh, favorite, maybe, theme month of the year. It's the, it's the longest running theme month. This will be the fourth annual or fifth? Fifth. This is the fifth. This yeah, is our fifth year. Yeah, baby. Five years of this fucking shit. That is I was going to say, it's a really good month depending on the movies. It sure. It will really and depend on the movies. The movies is dependent <laughs> upon you, faithful listener. If you haven't yet, get your ass over to our Facebook page and vote or submit a stoner movie you want us to see. If somebody has already submitted it, of course, please just give it a like. And vote that way. I think we have a currently a tie for the two top runners. One being Euro Trip, <laughs> and the other Wet Hot American Summer. I haven't looked yet. Did you yourself vote for either of those? I voted for maybe both of them. Because I, I think I they're don't both. Think that counts. All right. So then I don't. So then Euro Trip then goes in the sea of twos because there are so many goddamn twos. And then uh, Wet Hot American Summer goes to three. <clears throat> so Wet Hot American Summer is still the lead right now. So if you don't want us to talk about that movie, <clears throat> go vote. But I think that also brings it in line with a couple. There's a couple of other threes out there. So we need some tiebreakers, folks. I don't care else. that my like doesn't count. I'm going to put it down to say, like, this is good. And this I want to I hear. <clears throat> if you don't get a like, I either don't know the movie or I really don't want to talk about that movie because it's not going to be fun I for feel, anybody. I feel like a dick because I want to like all of them because I think they would all be fantastic to talk about. But I'd say I Mike, want- Mike put one out called The Wackness that looked really interesting to me with um, the kid from Spider-Man in a Grand Budapest Hotel. And uh, is it Josh Peck, maybe? I don't remember. But it just seems like a a stoner Cheech and Chong buddy road trip movie with a bunch of uh, really good cameos. I'd be down for that. Speaking of, I'm sad. Uh, Simon recommended uh, Easy Rider, and nobody has liked that. That's Here's uh, something that can uh, take away at my film cred, though. Also, film cred is bullshit, and that whole concept is bullshit. Um, <laughs> what, you don't like Easy Rider? Have you I've seen not it? seen it. That's what I was going to oh. say. It's just I've not seen it, so I don't have an opinion on it. Well, that makes it more for people to vote on. Easy Rider. I'd be down for it. Yeah, it's, it's one it's, that's uh, always come up. The, just You should see it. Have you heard the story of the creation about it? It's... Real gorilla style, like yeah, they pretty yeah. much just kind of hung out, and did a lot of drugs, and filmed some shit. It's a wild fucking movie. It makes me think, and this is this is why I've never actively sought it out. That description is what I've heard from people, and it makes it seem like a movie I'm not going to enjoy because I'm going to be real bothered by the lack of story, plot, structure, any any kind of any well, kind Ryan. of vision. If it comes to a you, vision, I'm down. But th- this is also my issue with is Kubrick too, where I think there it's, is a vision. Do you like all uh, <laughs> Always Sunny? Of course, you like. Always I sunny. love Who Always Sunny. But Who, do you like? A lot of people don't know about Sunny, and it, that's a goddamn shame. That's TRL. I'm just gonna start sending you Sunny five minute clips. Send We're me the bloopers, man. Send me sunny the bloopers. Episodes. Yeah, let's watch. Oh, I, man, I'll tell you what, man. I. 
Unless it's a Jackie Chan blooper, I don't care what? for bloopers. Oh, man. I like action I movie watch... bloopers, but... Dude, I will watch office bloopers with people breaking. I fucking love it. Oh, shit. Sometimes, but now I feel like it's become just the thing. And now I feel like there's a lot of it where there's, like, fake breaking. And I, I don't... I'm taken out of it. I don't dig that shit. Fake, fake breaking? Ryan, I'll tell you, hot You're pursuit. so goddamn cynical. You're so goddamn cynical. You know why? Because I've had to see movies like Hot Pursuit. When I was reviewing hot movies pursuit. for that fucking website. Nobody knows what? this fucking movie, but I Wait, do. I think I do. What is Hot Pursuit? <laughs> it is uh, Reese Witherspoon and who is the lady, Sofia Vergara uh, from Modern Family. Where oh, she's, she's like a kind of dumb cop. And then she has to use like this drug drug lord's wife to infiltrate like a drug ring and, and prove she's not a dumb cop but like she very much is a dumb cop and it's this whole buddy so wait buddy who's cop the dumb cop Re- reese, uh, witherspoon? reese witherspoon with like one of the oh. worst texas accents i've ever heard oh. and sophia vergara wait. is played up to 11 wait this is wait this is actually appealing to me now what is the name it's of this it's called hot pursuit you would actually love it I but, think I would love this, and I'm going to watch it one, very soon. My point, my point was yeah, sorry, that uh, they had a bloopers, and it was the At most the infuriating well, thing. Yeah, I walked out and loudly groaned. I was so fucking <laughs> pissed off and upset. And then I wrote a one-star review, a one-out-of-ten-star review for the website, <laughs> And they told me I should bump it up to a three because at least the movie tried and we shouldn't be too negative. And I That's quit. That's why you quit? This yes! Hot Pursuit was the movie that caused me to quit a fucking movie review site. Because I, I was love- like, I'm not going to do this shit. I'm not going to be bullied into giving a three to this goddamn garbage. <laughs> I love how you graciously kept your integrity through that. And then you did this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm always honest on here, though. I'm speaking my <laughs> truth. I don't care. Like, you can say whatever you want. That's fine. Like, Except, I'm, I'm speaking I mean, my truth every episode. Outside of the, the three episodes we did all about Pepsi. Where, <laughs> I mean, you totally sold out. The Pepsi I mean, hour Pepsi with owns and Mountain Dew, and I'm actually like, I sub, I'm you, a big. You do sub, love Mountain Dew a do. lot. Yeah, it's my. Here's the thing. Southern do you trashy drink the side. regular Mountain Dew? No. Okay. No. I do Diet Code I, Red or Diet Mountain Dew. I never do full full flavor because it's way too much. You That's also way do too much sugar. You don't have coffee, but every 24 hour stream, and maybe I should get on board because you're the only one that makes it through the whole goddamn thing. You have the fucking Mountain Dew energy drinks, and you yeah. bring like three of them to my house. Yep, and then you're <laughs> you're fine. You do everything. Yeah, it's an amazing. You're you're a tank. Bring six this year. Bring me three. <laughs> I will right, drink. We'll I will drink the Mountain Dew energy because it obviously works. I so. honestly think you're not even going to need it because I think the way we have it set up this year is going to take care of all of that for us. The starting at Friday eight at eight at night. And then working our way through, so then our tired hours are in the day when everybody else is up and like fully going. That's that's gonna be easy cake. It Here's sucks the doing the two to like eight shift yeah. because everybody else is fucking dead asleep and you're doing it by yourself. And it's and it's also like the last haul of it. Getting it out of the way early, it's gonna be great. 
Yeah, if everybody else is up and like energetic around you, that's going to be so much better. I don't think you'll need that shit this year. And the party's just starting. Oh, oh, no, but we're doing it. Because uh, I think the last two years I've gotten an energy drink sponsorship. Uh, Yeah, we had balls last year. Can I pull off the uh, the Mountain Dew energy drink? Yeah, can I pull (gasps) off the Mountain Dew energy drink sponsorship? Do it. Go to Kickstart. Yeah, fuck yeah. Go to Kickstart. Kickstarter? <laughs> no, Kickstart <laughs> is the name of their energy drink. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. I thought you were trying to tell me no, to start go to a Kickstarter. Kickstarter no. to raise. I should start a Kickstarter to have people send me money to then just ask Mountain Dew if they want to sponsor us. Not give them any of the money. I'll just keep it. Yeah, that's fantastic. But then I also, like, and like, hey, Mountain Dew, uh, you want to do this thing for charity? Because if you don't, that makes you an evil corporation. Cha-ching. That's how that's Cha-ching. how you get in good and negotiate right off the bat. Just call them evil. <laughs> that's it, yeah. We're in like Flynn, good buddy. You know, VH1, uh, I think it's the pickup artist. They had a show with Mystery with his name. You asked douchebags earlier. This oh, guy big douchebag. Was big Mystery. douchebag. Mystery yes. was like one of the biggest douchebags. I think he has Chris Angel beat. But like that was his strategy was... Your first step of flirting, and I guess in a business interview, would just be like, talk about how shitty that other person is, and just break them down. You you pull out all the negatives, and it's like, this is this is not good. And that people like take this as a way to do things, that's not good. I wonder yeah. why like uh, <clears throat> teens rape girls in alleys, and then uh, get off scot free because of the justice system because of that. I was uh, gonna go that route, but yeah. That that D&D Let's never forget that earlier? shit either. Let's never forget no! that shit either. I don't remember this guy's name, but fuck, fuck that little kid. <laughs> if that's political, I'm sorry. You can uh, you can write in. I'll I'll, I'll look at it. I'm not gonna take it that's, seriously though. But fuck that kid. That's as political as me having to look at you hanging your mask that you're supposed to wear at a grocery store over Superman. Who would not need such a thing because as the most powerful man on earth and the Kryptonian <laughs> god, uh, he would not be subject to the worries of the coronavirus. Well, Kyle, this is why you're wrong. Um, <laughs> we need that mask because that means more toys and thus more money and more profit. So we can make Superman with mask toys and then cha-ching. That's Dude, how you franchise movies and characters. You know, I'm a big Superman fanboy. Yes. I fucking hate the Superman cartoon that's drawn the in the same suit? style as the bat. Just all of it. He oh. has a fucking motorcycle and a car. All this stupid bull. And yeah. the cartoon just sucks, too. It's nowhere near Batman the Animated Series level. I agree. I Some agree. of the Justice League shit later on Cartoon Network is pretty fucking good. Dude, but uh, unlimited, that Superman the Animated Series, there's one good episode in that entire series fucking run. What, what, there's a few, but I, is it the one where he gets the gift? No. What? Which one is it? It's the one where, uh, he and Flash are racing around the world. Oh, that's a good one, but like. That's a really good one. I love that episode. (laughs) What's the, you know what, what I'm talking about where he gets like the gift from, I think it's Brainiac or somebody. Here's Um, the thing. I honestly don't because I've barely seen anything in that show because I fucking hate it. All right. I'm going to I'm going to speedball this because this is one that gets recycled in almost every piece of Superman culture that passes on. And it's a brilliant one. And I think it's for the man who has everything, I think, is the name of the title. 
Um, okay. I don't remember. I could be wrong on that. But he gets like a gift and he opens it up and it's like this little parasite that latches onto his chest and it puts him back in Krypton. So he imagines he's on Krypton, but like nothing has gone wrong and he's lived his life and he's now like the age of Superman, but he's on Krypton like it never exploded and he had a life there. And he has to like slowly realize like this is a matrix and like painfully divorce like his now wife on Krypton and a son that they had who like was going and he has to break but away. It's all and fake. It is all fake, and it's just just kind of really heartbreaking thing because like his it's a his lot sacrifice like the, there, and that's how you write for Superman. You write about also, the emotions yeah. and the humanity, and like it's 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 one that hey, like man. Supergirl does. I'm it's, on board with it's you. It's a good one. It's a good episode. That also sounds like the best part, or one of the best parts of the original Near, where Ooh. you get stuck in the story and yes. have to break yourself out of the text adventure. The text adventure, as soon as that started in Near, the first hey, one, buddy. I was like, this is maybe my favorite game of all time. Here's the thing. This is brilliant. That's awesome, because we're going to talk about it again in a couple years, maybe next year. You know that, right? With the remaster? remaster? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. I mean, I'm not super excited to play any remaster, because I know there's like only so much time in the world, and like, I, there's so many things to try. Here's the thing. I'm sure Yoko Taro is going to fucking shake it. He's going to fuck with some stuff, dude. He can't not. Uh, I believe that. I believe that because, I mean, you can look at any of his new game pluses and realize he'll do that with a, a remaster. I'm interested. I'll, I'll I'll keep an open mind. I am much more likely to play a near remaster than, like, say, Final Fantasy VII or, or even a lesser one Colossus? like Final Fantasy XII or Shadow of Colossus, where it's just a visual Man. upgrade. That sh- that fucking FF12 remaster is good. I like it so much more. I bet. I just I've I've had that experience already and I loved it when it was unrefined, you know? So I know I'll love this one. I don't need to play it cuz I've had that experience. I now I can give that experience to something new and give something else a chance. Do do you not want to play these things because you feel that they're they're too long? No, because I don't I don't go back and play like Journey over and over again or like a two hour mm-hmm. game over and over again. Like I played Inside, I've played uh Limbo. I'm good now. I've I've, I've okay. had that experience. Now it's time for literally I look at my shelf and I have at least a hundred to maybe two hundred games I have not played. And like there are well, so many other experiences I could try. And, like, that will further educate, like, my my knowledge of video games. I should do that instead. Well, right. Let, let me ask you this question separately, but yes. in a similar vein. Um, do you not replay these games because you don't have enough time uh, because the runtime of movies has gotten so goddamn long? Man. All right. So this is an absurd. All right. Segway, buddy. This I'm is, the master of This them. is an interesting segue. Um, I will say real quick about the game things. It's 100% not because of the time. I know. I know. Uh, it I, could be short or long. Just I just don't like that. Um, movies is interesting. <laughs> Thank and you I, for clarifying. I do disagree. I do disagree on the movie things. And I, I don't... Well, that's not even fair because you're going to make points. I'm going to agree with your points, but I think... I know, and I'm going to agree with yours, too, because as has been said by me a thousand (laughs) times on this fucking show, my number one complaint a lot of times with movie is that sometimes there's some fucking stupid fat 
Yep. That could easily be trimmed. And I agree. But part of that's also probably because at some stupid point, I'm weirdly in this stupid ass film critic mode that I'm like, let's fucking get to this shit. I think maybe. Yes. I hope I don't because I I know that I still appreciate (laughs) the artistic value in movies, too. But I feel that that's like the number one fucking complaint that I make about movies is a lot of them like could cut off like 10, 15 minutes. And yet I feel as time progresses into current year that we're in now, movies on average get longer. I feel like almost every movie is like 145, two hours in that like. (sighs) 120, 119, 115 minute range. All right. Already, I've got points. Uh, and, and I think, first off, I will, uh, counter real quick. I think, I think your argument, you're arguing the wrong thing, but I think we're ultimately Maybe. agreeing here. I think you're sure. saying the wrong thing, and I think we can refine <laughs> that. Please, that's Ryan, what we're going to do here. Me. In public, in a minute, in front in a of minute, all of our friends. No, going, I love it. <laughs> I'm going to counter real quick. I don't think movies are getting longer. I, I mean, to a certain extent, they are. Uh, yeah. Because I, like, going through, like, the Chaplin movies recently, like, they're all, like, 27 to 35 minutes or something. Like, they're real short. They're on, like, that, they're almost episode, That's also like, a project of the time. Exactly. Yeah. They don't have the content. They're not telling these big idea stories. They're, like, pretty simplistic. So that's what they're tailored to is what they need to be. But even then, like, are there scenes that maybe go on a little long? Possibly, especially, like, by modern standards where we have so many cuts and our attention's divided. But, like, I think the issue here is not that movies are getting longer because, like, as we were going through uh, HBO Max uh, and looking through the Turner Classic movie section, uh, looking at, like, all these old classics, we were like, hey, James Dean's last movie, Giant. Like, I've heard this is really good. Three hours and 23 minutes. Holy Gone fuck, with the I've wind. Over three hours. Yes. Like, a yes. lot of these movies are over two hours. Like, they're big, long, monthly fucking epics. Like, they're huge. But I think back then, they were huge, but, like, they were appropriate. Like, they had the... They had movies that were, like, barely 70 minutes. They had a lot of movies that were barely 70 minutes. But then they had bigger movies that were, like, long epics, and that was okay, too. And I think what's happening now is we don't have studio overhead. And and this is going to be a weird thing to say as an artist myself, but, like, I think studio overhead mandated like cutting those run down run run times down getting like that excessive shit out and like i'll be honest like sometimes it's hard for an artist to kill your darlings which is what you need to do to make great like efficient art but then again art's objective but like i do think like that studio overhead is what you saw a lot back in the day and that's why you have movies like with very lean run times that just like packed everything they could into what time they had because the studios cut it down so much and nowadays with indie films and the uh the folk or the focus on auteur filmmakers and giving like the artists like their own space and letting them cut and letting the artists edit like we now see like the the judd apatowification of everything which is like nobody kills their darlings anymore now we have things that are bloated and like overlong so i Mm -hmm. think that's the argument it's not that movies are any longer than they used to be it's just movies 
are not getting rid of the fat anymore and that's yeah, it and that's like what, that's, again, that's that's what it. i said like now we're just adding part, on bloat yeah. to like feel important or maybe like this is like a fake important like maybe that's an issue is like uh my comedy is it, it has to stand out from like the other comedies and to do that i have to have like this 20 30 minutes of drama that nobody really wants i've not seen sure. king of satin island but i can tell you there's 30 minutes drama like i'm not gonna want a, a there's some heavy character. shit it's like funny people it's yeah. like funny fucking people like a movie i don't really like i don't think works i think it's his weakest uh, yeah. that i've seen so far um and i think it's I because like it of the needless drama i think that could be a very funny concept but then you have like the Eric Vanna family shit and it doesn't really add anything. It doesn't. It's just no. there to make it feel different and give it like dramatic weight. And I don't think that's it's, necessarily needed. It's also so for, forgetful because that's like one of the I remember that the least about all of that shit. Oh, um, yeah. But I want to interject at one point right now and completely agree with you. Go ahead. Sorry. With an example, <laughs> totally backing up your point. In the fact that, hands down, because of studio interference, to a degree, The Matrix is a way better film than Matrix 2 and 3, where they were given carte blanche. Absolutely. Yep. No fucking question. I mean, so I'd weird. point to like Dark Knight and, uh, and then Dark Knight Rises as well. Yes. 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 It's And it's fucking hard, too, because I like you. I, I love to respect the artists, but I feel... To me, it's the best art is made under constraints. It's not given free reign. It's working yep. within a system of somehow. I don't know why, yep. but like you, you see it musically too. Like uh, some of the most passionate shits made in a fucking garage. Like yeah, you know, it's fucking insane. I also think back to back up my point on movies getting too long. I think it's back to our original point and maybe bringing up HBO Max. TV sort of has ruined it with this revolutionary storytelling that us, the average consumer, is used to and built into design now. We enjoy and are expected a longer form storytelling. And because people watch so much more TV, the movies also adapt and give more information that's maybe not even fucking necessary, but people somewhat even subconsciously maybe expect it yep. it's not worth my time if it's under an hour and a half yeah i'm not gonna listen to this podcast if they have under 10 episodes i don't care about it. it's it's shit like that that like these weird litmus test fucking things that people have to pass to enjoy anything sometimes they don't even know it but i feel that's part of it too armchair psychology <laughs> mastered by me Oh, I 100% agree with that. I think that's absolutely at play with a lot of this. Oh, yeah. Hey, buddy. Uh, I don't want to talk about that, actually, because you don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, I might. I would just oh, say, yeah. watch, watch Lovecraft Country, everybody. It's fucking fantastic. What's your so softball far? pitch real quick? Why I should you watch this? And, and who, scenes... what type of person would like the show? Like, if you like other things, like, is there... A similar vein. Horror, sci-fi, and creature effects. That's the soft Ooh. bitch. Creature Horror, effects. Horror, sci-fi, and creature hard. effects. Yeah. Yep. So, get it on that. Uh, but I, what I tried to pitch it to Ryan as to make him watch the first episode, 
is there is a scene in the first episode that is very reminiscent of uh, the opening scene in Inglorious Bastards, just based in its uh, tension building and just sense of overwhelming dread that it's built into it. It's fantastic. So if you like that sort of shit and horror and sci-fi, check out Lovecraft Country on HBO Max. Please give me my check now, HBO, and <laughs> thank you. Okay. Uh, I'll just say not being sued for all of the episodes of Game of Thrones I downloaded illegally in some earlier seasons. I'll be honest, awesome. I did it. Awesome. Thanks for admitting it on the show. <laughs> I got a cease and desist letter, so like it's already out. Oh there. yeah, you did. You did do that. Like whatever. Was it from HBO? It was from Comcast on behalf oh, of HBO. Yeah. Like yeah, we're remember, getting shit from HBO. You need to knock this off. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much what I the letter remember, was. <laughs> I remember when a lot of people got those letters. <laughs> Yep, and I was like, alright, so it looks like we're going to be an HBO once a month household. That was when a lot of people found out that uh, sailing the uh, the seven seas can be a little bit dangerous as a pirate. Oh, Pirate Bay, pirating. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, I see. Yeah. 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 God, I... It's... I will say this openly because, like, it's whatever. It's out there now. Like, I've honestly not pirated anything in easily five years now i have like it's been forever it's been so easily accessible now yeah it's that's to it. the point where i almost kind of want to do it again because it's not so goddamn easily accessible because i have to have 14 different oh. logins to get to fucking anything yeah i well <sighs> that's another thing <laughs> i will say Movies there is too a long, way too many it. logins i'm an old man in my yard shaking my cane at the incoming influx of technology, and I don't like it because it's change and it's scary. I will I'm say, argue about it. This is oh, so that's interesting. I'm gonna put a pin in change, and it's scary. It's, gonna, I was just making a joke though. None of that was no. Real. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna pin that shit because I've got thoughts on that. Going to Netflix, uh, I think we had the best of it. I think we had the best yeah, run. Back in the early days? Yeah. Like just Netflix streaming? Because they had the most amount of licensed product they'll ever have. And now it's been so my, divided and it has my, become yeah. like the cable service. You're just essentially paying yes. the cable For fee but split cable up. Cable a la carte. Unless, yes. and like this is why I won't rail on it too hard, you start sharing it. Because Micah's like graciously shared his hbo with us like uh and you set up profiles for this fucking reason too like they they yeah. do the screen thing i share like my hulu with certain people i share disney with certain people and like this is just what you do and so like by the end of it like i'm really only paying for maybe three of those and and until so forty dollars fifty dollars is much cheaper than like the 100 130 plus that you're getting with cable subscription fuck that it's so really, it's so much better than cable. I'm not going to be I too really old manish. Uh, it's still much better yeah. than cable. My favorite period of time for that was when it was I had Netflix and Hulu, and that was like all that was out there. Yeah, because I could get like everything that Netflix had, which was dope. And then I was using Hulu to watch like tons of shows that were still running, like in their seasons. Ah, oh, yeah, it was good shit. It was a good time. Yeah, and then it got, CBS it got ruined. ruined it. Yeah, it was CBS was the start of it. Once CBS uh, came out, CBS. I was like, 
Now we're going to get it for every fucking channel, and this is the end CBS of it. CBS, consistently, is my least favorite of all the network channels. I fucking hate CBS. Like, they've never had anything that really grabbed me, and then they just, what they do have makes it worse, because they had two broke girls, and the fucking atrocity that was the Big Bang Theory... And I'm pretty sure they had the Charlie Sheen fucking vehicle, Two and a Half Men. They did. And they've just had nothing but complete and utter garbage for my entire life. Fuck you, CBS. And I will say, they've had one good thing. I guess now they have the Star Trek license, so if you're a Star Trek person, that's something. I'm not. It doesn't mean anything to me. But like they have I one good show. I also have sex, Ryan, so I don't like Star Trek. <laughs> Sick bird. Fuck you, Trekkies. Damn, that's rough. <laughs> I will say they had one good show, and that was Brain was Dead, it? and it was Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and it was uh, about what? <clears throat> she worked in the government, and there was a meteor that fell to Earth with like an alien ant on it that started colonizing and burrowing their way into people's brains and it ate up entirely like one side of their brain so essentially they became so far leaning in one side of the politics so you had like the right side people getting like real ramped up right side and the left side people getting real left side and it was all to tear down the 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 culture and like destabilize the population and the country with these infighting. And it was this big, like, idea take, this weird sci-fi take on, like, uh, goddamn politics and just, like, how absurd it all is to get, like, so devoted in one ideology on either side and that it's bullshit right. no matter what. And there's, like, a great... I will sell, I will sell this whole show real quick. I'm sorry. I know I'm no. ranting. No. Uh, one, one scene. Mary Elizabeth Winstead has a fantasy sex scene with Michael Moore on the show for a visual gag, and it's the weirdest Ryan, maybe scene I've seen in a show. Here's the thing. I'm not even going to lie. You had me at Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That, same with me. But, That's <laughs> I'll be honest. It's fucking faded that you bring this shit up right now, because God damn it, Ryan... We never get political, but you know what this year is? This is a goddamn election year. Oh, shit, it is. And last time we had an election year, you and I got political, and we covered the movie Idiocracy. And goddamn it, we're doing Brain Dead. We're going to fucking watch Brain Dead, and we're doing a political episode for election night on fucking Brain Dead. It's happening. I really hope you like it, because if not, you have to commit to like 13 episodes. That's fine. You got it's Mary Elizabeth Winston. How am I not going to enjoy at least thirteen episodes? Come on! All right, okay. The concept is wackadoo. It, it is. seems perfect for what we like to do on election night shit. For some, we're big on tradition. It's I happening. Will, I will tell you, it is. It is the level of camp that the ant people, people who have been taken over in their brains by these ant things and have become like walking zombies, essentially, um, or doppelgangers, attack of the clone people, whatever. Um, they they all respond to a certain Cars song from the 80s. And it's like this kind of campy, weird bullshit. Like, that's way up my alley. That, like, maybe is not up anybody's. It lasted for a season because obviously nobody else got into this weird shit. But uh, that Dude, is the one right. CBS show I Dude, really enjoyed. We, all we got to do is join CBS All Access. It's fucking on one there. Month. I just yeah, looked so, yeah. it up. Yeah. 
We're doing this. This is what's happening. It's happening. Fantastic. Okay? This is awesome. I'm fucking hyped now. If this gets anybody else to watch the show, I'd be so happy. Because I really do love this weird little show. Join CBS All Access. (laughs) Let's watch this. Also, Micah, I promise you're here. I'm watching Chuck. I'm going to start Chuck. We talked about this before the show even started. He is going for it. I'm fucking doing it, dude. We're going to make out. I'll be honest with you. Me, you, and Chuck. It's going to be a three-way kiss, Micah. Me, you, and Chuck. Like, all tongue. Like, all, all. It's going to be great. I hope so. I'm so tight. I hope you... I'm so tight, bro. That's a weird thing to say. I'm I'm really... (laughs) (laughs) I'm really hoping you dig it. I love Chuck. I'm with Micah in my love of Chuck. I don't know if it's going to be your thing. That's okay. Uh, And it's one that, like, I really think... I don't have to like it. I just got to give it the try. It's one that I think it's like, oh, God, it's it's, you know, I talk about this music club and here's another segue. The music stuff we talk about and how you have to pick like one album that's good from start to finish to represent something you really love instead of like things in between. And I think Chuck's a show that is not like every episode's banger. I think there's like some really good ones and some really not good ones some really just kind of filler episodes in the middle but like then they really nail out of the park with like one and like they do something so brilliant and so smart that really takes you back and like this has been josh schwartz and his like tv style for me in a nutshell hey, which is sometimes buddy. you hit like gold so hard i want to tell you a show with a similar concept uh that your buddy here happens to love that he's turning you on to it's a little show called King of the Hill. No, I don't think that's even true. I think that's you expected think so? with a sitcom. Sitcoms are always like that. But it's Chuck, not a sitcom. It's a it's an hour long drama dramedy. Oh, it's hour long action I they dramedy. Were 30s. They're well, actually, but it's like the forty five minute cable yeah, TV. Forty four, right? yeah, yeah. forty five, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, and I I will say it's I do like it, but there's a lot of. Some of that cable tropism um, of especially like the love triangle stuff, they really milk yeah. out. And like, as I think back, it takes so long for anything to happen with the characters. And it does feel a little bit maybe contrived. And of course, like that's you are not selling me on this show, Ryan. Shut up. I'm already going to watch. This it. is the thing. I want you to go in with expectations because like I love the show because of those yeah. moments in between. And I don't like but it there's does. a lot of stuff in between that's not great. There's some brilliant cameos and like some great seasons with certain characters and then like some seasons where like the characters aren't treated well. A lot like Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones is a great show. And if you tell somebody going into that, like they're treated with like three seasons of Bran walking around in the forest. Like, that's not fun. You, you have no. to, like, set certain expectations, and I just, I think, going into Chuck, you should know, it's not, like, 100% all the time, and I think, also, a lot of it relies on its pop culture around the time, and, like, I said, like, I was very they made arcade references, and I was, like, done, this I love work. this, this is great. Okay. So it depends on how much you're into those references, and if it's not hitting you there then it's not going to hit you there for a lot of the show because it's a lot of that humor and then they refine that humor, but it is that humor. So I think you should you just know that going in. Just any I show. Get, I'm not like, worried. I, I'm at least prepared to give it a couple of seasons try. Same we'll see where we go from there. Micah, Micah's listening to this episode, I'm sure. Scrubs, whatever all the other shows everybody said for you to watch Micah, you, I think, would do better with Scrubs. 
than any of the other I, ones. To be honest, okay. I think you would like those a lot more. I think those are more your speed and what you're into for comedies. Yeah, for sure. I I, I like other like shows better than Scub, Scrubs. Yeah, I think Arrested Scrubs. Development's... I, I like that one better. But, like, that hits my, my bone specifically right. Like... I know Micah, I also, and he's like more into Scrubs, and Scrubs is great too. But it's just yeah, Scrub, a that's different what I was humor. Say, Scrubs is also I really love good. I enjoy I enjoy a lot of Scrubs. Just not but, that last season where they go to college and it's not a Scrubs show anymore. That's no. It's a garbage. It's a garbage. Ryan, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this last thing. I want to leave people wanting. Oh Hey-o. shit! I do want to talk. I do want to talk about next There's week. There's a though. few things. Yeah, what's yeah. next week? What is next week? Next week is maybe, in my opinion, oh. the coolest, the coolest concept idea for a show. Man, I don't know. I did at the, I did want to keep it like a complete secret. Now I kind of don't want to. What do you think? Should we temper expectations or stoke expectations? Or get people hype. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think no matter what happens, if this episode does not, like, if, if something goes wrong and we need to, like, do it a little bit later, I think this is something we can We're release, like, secret. in the middle of September. I'm keeping it secret. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm keeping it secret. Yeah. Yeah. All I think right. it'll be cool. I think it'll be cool. So you're going to build up hype because now you are J.J. Abrams mystery bossing yeah, it. I have. So now you I are have. increasing expectation yeah. levels. I've already written the perfect opening pitch in my mind. It's going to be great. All right. I, be- yeah, I believe I you. It. All right. We'll go with it. I thought you um, wanted to talk about a certain album. Oh, I do. Yes. Let, let's touch on that for some mementos. What? All right. So you and I take some time uh, every week with a couple of other fellows that we know, and we talk about uh, music. Uh, specifically, it's very similar to like a book club, but for music. Yep. And the fact that uh, one of us each week will select an album that personally to us, we feel is uh, like a perfect album. We love everything about it. Uh, maybe everybody in the group is familiar with it. Maybe they're not. Uh, either way, we all listen to it and we all kind of give our opinions on it after we've listened to it. And this week was mine. And that was all a lot of fluff to say. Holy shit, buddy. I love the very first Tenacious D album so much. Because that's what yes. I picked this week. It was my week. I am yeah, man, that album's great. very happy with this choice for many reasons. Mostly because it's going to give me an in. Because I think there's a similar band. Um, in terms of talent and comedy. Uh, and okay. skits and things that I, I really love too. But I didn't know if it felt right for this group. And that you put Tenacious D tells me like, oh, it's cool. We can do that. So I appreciate that. And also, I love Tenacious D. I always have. I really do, too. Um, yeah. My first job when I was 16, like, I went over on a f- break from my Food Lion, which was, like, essentially Kroger. But, like, no, it'd be the cheap place. It'd be Ruler. It'd be, like, a Ruler. Um, I live here now, buddy. I you know, know what Food Lion is. All right, perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's I drive not, by, like, It's the not good them. one. It's, it's yeah, the fine one. Yeah, they're not great. One. Yeah. I also go to Lowe's. You remember yeah, Lowe's? Yeah, Lowe's. They're, they're, like, a little above Food Lion. Uh-huh. You also have a Bilo potentially. 
Uh, no bylaws. What I go to Harris now is the Teeters. Harris Teeters. Yep. Yeah, that's where I go. Those are I'm those bougie. are Krogers. Those are the Krogers. Yes, they are the Krogers. Yes. yes. My my Kroger information still works there. So. I worked at the poor one. I worked at the very poor <laughs> food lion, and this will tell you because right next door in the strip mall was a Kmart. And on my break to Kmart, I'd go and I'd listen to all the CDs because they had a scanner where you, you could listen scan? to the music. Oh my god! And I go and yourself. on my break listen to Tenacious D on the album, like the edited version. But I would do my break and just listen to that Queens of the Stone Age songs for the deaf and like the Outcast Speaker Box oh my album. God, just dude. on my break, you this were is what struggling. I would do. Struggling. Yeah. Wow. Cause, could you even select the song you wanted to listen to? No, you just start from from start to finish, and that's why, like I like I know all of these albums from start to finish. Wait, like I know all of wait. these. So you would just stand there with headphones on yes, and listen to for an literally entire album? thirty minutes, and then I'd go oh. back because this was my break. Yeah, I'd, I'd have like a thirty minute lunch break, and this was like when I was, I guess, a dumb teenager. I, I'd eat before my shift at night. So I didn't really have food or want to do anything. So I just went to Kmart and either played the GameCube demos of like Super Mario Sunshine or whatever at the time. Or I'd listen to music at those kiosks and just sit there for like 30 minutes and listen to an album. And like that's how I learned about so much shit. Finally, when I was a teenager, because like I got away from like my parents and like their music taste and like what they listened to is being able to go through. Carpenters. Uh, not really so much the Carpenters. No. Uh, they're more like my dad's 80s rock and my mom's like 70s, God damn. 80s, 90s alt stuff. She's really always into just alt. Need to hang out. Yeah. So like your dad, your, your mom likes like filter and like fuel. She would have probably appreciated the would you like to take my picture song. Okay. Yeah. She would have enjoyed yeah. that. Hey man, nice shot. She would not appreciate no, no. I do uh, That's based on a real life thing, you know that? Hemorrhage in my hand, I think she'd be a fan of. Yeah, I think she'd be okay with that. Uh, palatable stuff. Like, she'd be like, Nickelback's really hard, and she'd, like, be into them. Man, so here's the thing. I haven't listened yet, but I'm going to very soon. Apparently, they covered Devil Went Down to Georgia, and it slams. Man, I just don't care. I like I, I try to have an open mind about things, but like Chad Kroger is like one of them like Chris Angel types where it's just like I don't like you. I don't like a lot of the things you've said in the past and I'm I'm just kinda he over finger you. Finger bangs Avril Lavigne's butthole. Ew, that's so fucking gross. <laughs> that's gross on everybody's a that that makes nobody looks like a winner. <laughs> nobody's a winner there. That like does I, that does damage to both of them for some reason. Like it, it benefits I, nobody. That story. That's complete slander. I have no <laughs> idea if that's true. I just said. Case in Please point, though, it really like Chad that tells Kroger. you like, uh, it's just like or uh, Avril Lavigne. Please don't sue me. Well, I mean, whatever. Like if they listen to it, do whatever. I Chad Kroger is douchey enough. He would. It's I think he's that petty. He would sue. A Wait, podcast Chad for talking about him. Chad oh, Kroger seems oh, like the worst oh. type of fucking person. I thought you were saying Chad Kroger is so douchey. Of course, he would listen to our show. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say that, but <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what I thought. That was amazing. I honestly uh, don't know what type of person listens to this shit. <laughs> People who don't know kind. better. Yeah. Illiterate. I tell you what, buddy. <laughs> 
I'm really excited for Brain Dead. <laughs> Degenerates. Um, Brain Dead. I built I, it up in my head. I think you. I it might go away. I don't know. Did, Some, you and I like sometimes. I feel like I get you, and then every one in ten times. There's yeah. something where I just, for some reason, I don't see it. Why we don't click on it. And I hope this isn't one of those. I'll be honest with you, man. I'm glad you brought this up. I honestly always felt that about Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> I really thought you would like that fucking movie. Yeah. And you hated it so bad. It's always... I'm like, man, I really thought that, like, we were going to be on that level. It happens. And we it were. happens. And I was like, no, man, shit. <laughs> I thought this was us, baby. But yeah, I get it. It happens. Um, would you would you buy your CDs from Walmart as a child? <laughs> I did. And oh, right, you huge <coughs> dork. I bought Queens of the Stone Age Songs for the Deaf from Walmart, <laughs> and it was censored, and it always fucking irked me. And then I went out and bought it a second time uncensored on go. CD. Attaboy. Attaboy. I did that with a few albums. I had to go back and double dip because it just irked me so much. Surprisingly, Maroon 5. Songs for Jane had an explicit too. And I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So I picked it up from Walmart and they censored it. And I was like, no, no, no. So now I have to yeah. buy a different one. And I, I did. It's happened to me <laughs> twice. It Unfortunately, and infuriatingly, wasn't at Walmart. It was at a Sam fucking Goody. Yeah. I bought uh, Lamb of God's uh, second album. Um, fuck, I'm drunk and I can't remember it. It's not uh, Sacrament. That's their third one, which is my favorite. Anyways, Testament. I bought it. It was fucking... Edited and then uh, Blink 182's "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket." Oh yeah, because that's what you want to do is buy a fucking edited Blink 182 CD. It's like buying an edited hip hop CD. What is the fucking point? So, I had an edited Outcast CD as well that I so also did, had a double dip in. I, I've told this story before. So did my cousin, and she would frequently take her CDs to my other cousin's house who didn't, and trade her CDs for his without his knowledge. And he would get so pissed every time. Oh, shit. Because he lived where you live. And she lived in Indianapolis. So it's not like he could just fucking go get it. Yep. So it was it was crafty on her part. I'll give her, I'll give her full <laughs> credit. Way to go, Cousin Allison. You, you got it. I support that shady behavior. Mm-hmm. Congrats. <laughs> well, absolutely do. And I encourage it. Be shady to everyone except the people you love. Which I guess would be cousins. I just... I hope you love your yeah, cousins. Where is that going? Yeah, where, where are know. you going with this? I don't know, man. <laughs> where I'm going with it is that we're going to end the show, buddy, because it's been a perfect hour and six minutes, so it's not perfect, perfect. at all. <laughs> yeah. As we always do, everything we do is perfect. So, uh, I love <laughs> you. You too, buddy. It's been good catching up with you. I, I, yeah, man. I, you know, whatever about this show, I don't care. Uh, audience, here you go. <laughs> I'm gonna end this much in a go fuck yourself way. Uh, yes! I don't care. Yes, yes. I don't care about you, audience. I don't care if you yeah! listen. I, I don't Me care either. about fuck your support. You. I really don't uh, on this show. Suck my balls. You can suck all the balls. Suck all these yeah. nuts, so to speak. I just really like getting together once a week and talking shit with Kyle. And yeah. and you're here. You're not. 
We don't even mean Whatever. to record it. We lean on the record button on accident every fucking time. This is what and happens. You dumb dumbs, listen. This what is how we doing? came <laughs> up with podcasting because we, we are the only it. podcast. Yeah. You're welcome, everybody else. All you fucking lazy housewives that get your fucking weird, exotic, jolly, fucking masturbatory things listening to real life murder podcast. You fucking sick freaks because your husbands don't fuck you in bed. Yeah. yeah. You fucking murder plebes, fucking borderline necrophiliac mother mother lovers. And don't think I've gotten off you audience Real who's here because there. you like us. Fuck you guys too. I don't know why you like us. We suck. Yeah. 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 That'll teach you. You're stupid for liking us because we're horrible. Idiots. Idiots. What? You listen to so an hour of this. That's yeah. for real. Yeah. Shame on you. <laughs> Joke's on you. You Remember made it when we through leased? an hour of this. Remember the fucking April Fool's pizza eating episode? <laughs> People was- actually did listen to that because they thought there was going to be a message or something. And I was that like, was why? Why would you fucking? Like Hartman was- told me what he did and I was like... Good. Do you want me to check it? Because I'm, I'm not going that, to. I'm the one that told him to do <laughs> it. I was like, dude, just loop us eating for 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. It's so great. That's the what? best episode of all time. That people In case listen you don't know. to it. I can't eat uh, it. Uh. <sighs> it. Well, that also, like, at the same time, really disheartens you because you're like, I could put in work and I could put in an effort, but at the same time they listen to us eating pizza, and like I'm, that's hope, acceptable. I hope nobody listened to the whole forty-five. Maybe they did. They did. I had somebody uh. tell me they did because they thought there was going to be some kind of secret somewhere in there. Dude, uh, I'm so glad we invented podcast because this is <laughs> the best thing of all time. It is. It's a fucking uh. weird ride for sure. <laughs> I honestly I don't understand it fully myself. I don't either. I'm but let's get off fucking Mr. Toad's wild ride. What do you say about that, buddy? Hopping, hopping off. All right. Uh a lot of things coming up. Come back for Stoner Movie September. It'll be a good time. Come back next week. It'll be the most mind blowing episode of all time. Uh we're going through the looking glass. Let me wait, no, that's fucking weird. Uh we're gonna look into the mirror. Ooh. Ooh, there we go. Okay. We're going to look like into it. the mirror. Let's say that. So, until then, I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. And, uh, you know what? Go love yourself, audience. Adios.